Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mead, and joining me as always is living example of the Doppler effect, Mr. Connor Lawler. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, I think he's clearly misunderstood the Doppler effect there, but that's fine. That's absolutely grand. What is the Doppler effect? The Doppler effect is where uh, sound, the pitch of the sound changes based on the position of the kind of receiver of the sound so you gotta, you gotta go like Ooh. and then it sounds yeah. different depending on is, where it is gets the, the new thing that you just try to get me to do more and more ridiculous things as an intro yeah. that's okay kind of that's fair. as long as i'm aware podcast connor as long as i'm aware I, I did come across quite dumb for the first few say it's too early sean it's friday i'm trying to relax <laughs> for the weekend right i'm not trying to think about doppler effects no you're trying to think about uh, sweet, sweet cans with the boys. <laughs> Parties. They call me party boy. Um, they do. Sean, and this... what they also do is they ask what? you to introduce what Hero or Zero is. This is Hero or Zero, where we pick one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So I normally choose DC characters. Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. Last week I did a very excellent report on Mr. Blue Devil. He is a guy who is a blue devil. Let's not get into it. If you, know, if you want to know more, you can go back and listen to it. It's kind of weird. Nah, Sean, I wouldn't Sean, do it uh, myself. <laughs> Sean, you're probably introducing a shit Marvel character this week. They're real bad. So go uh, on. This is a Marvel character, you're correct, where... <laughs> shit. No, no, no. Good this intro. character has been around for ages. Um, okay. And it's often unfairly compared to a DC character, I would say. Oh, probably, Despite, probably because it's copied, I'd say. Oh, no, well, this came first. Oh, this came, no. But there's actually an oh, interesting arguments- story, I will tell you. So, I am covering the Marvel Comics character of Man-Thing. Okay? M- Man- Man-Ting. Man-Thing, yeah. 
often right. compared to DC's Swamp Thing. Is there a worse name than Man Thing? It's pretty bad. Character? It's pretty bad, I will that, say. That's like the first draft. Right, right we've created this character. Right, what we call of Man Thing? When Stan Lee used to give briefs to Marvel artists and Marvel writers, if he wanted just like a vague, nondescript monster, he would just call it a man thing, apparently. Yeah. And, okay. that, and this, Makes sense. that name just stuck throughout the whole production of this. But okay. I, I don't know if you're aware of DC's Swamp Thing, like as yes. a character. But I think they, they did a series, and I think it was six episodes. And I can't remember how many episodes it got. It got cancelled very early. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it got cancelled real early on. But Man Thing was debuted in May of 1971, and Swamp Thing debuted in July of 1971. Now, right. what's okay. interesting is that the creator of Man Thing and the creator of Swamp Thing were roommates in the years of 1970 <laughs> and 1971. Hang on a minute. Okay. So it's possible. That the mm. two men just came up with an idea and decided to sell it to two separate companies. And they were, they definitely were smart enough to go, right, but we'll just change it slightly so they'll both yeah. buy it. Copy my homework, but don't make it obvious. Wow, that is so, like, I mean, as a money making scheme in the 70s, let's fucking sell us, let's sell an idea to Stan Lee. He's looking for any ideas these days. <laughs> Yeah, he'll take, he'll he'll take a filing cabinet if you have it. Uh, <laughs> Marvel are fucking bankrupt. They don't give a shit. <laughs> and so, here is a quick rundown of everything to do with Marvel's man thing. So, okay. Dr. Ted Salas was a biochemistry professor who worked at Empire State University, where everyone important in Marvel went to college. That's true. Uh, the US Army recruited him into Project Sulphur, which aimed to allow soldiers to survive biochemical warfare. Um, with the army, he developed a serum called SO2, hoping to imitate the Captain America super soldier serum. Uh, it seems to be like a major plot point in most years of Marvel, that they're just yeah. like, there's a serum, or we're copying a different serum, or we're trying to develop a Captain America serum. So many people got powers trying to imitate the Captain... Like, that's how yeah. the Hulk came about, that was trying to imitate Captain America's super soldier. Because, serum. I mean, it's it's a simple enough story, but it's... I mean, most hero origins are all... Like, there's the same five. They just kind of yeah. copy. So it's always like, he either drinks something, or we inject him into it, or he gets hit by lightning while surrounded by chemicals. Something along those lines. Yeah, and so, like... It, yeah, you had this serum that worked once, and so everyone's just been trying to recreate it ever since. Um, so he developed this uh, serum. It also gave the user immunity to all known toxic biochemicals, but it became unusable because it discovered that it turned its users into mutated monsters. So, okay. fairly not great for an army of people. Yeah, so like you become immune but you're also now a monster. I mean, not a great trade-off. Yeah. And so after uh, a little known man called Kurt Connors, uh he I've heard of him. That's it. He was a field medic <laughs> in the war and okay. so he lost his arm in a battle. Uh Ted Salas met Kurt in the hospital and the two began discussing the Captain America 2.0 project. 
Um, so while he was unable to afford to hire Kurt Connors once they returned to the United States, Ted aided him in his cell regeneration research, which soon led Connors towards using lizard DNA. Uh, Makes sense. Because lizards which are the best. never go wrong. Lizards are peak. Why would anyone not want to be a lizard? Lizards are the uh, peak. I'll turn everyone into a lizard for a 12-hour period. Just watch <laughs> me. And so Ted was at this point uh, lecturing at Empire State University. And he soon fell in love with one of his students named Ellen Brandt. <sighs> She's uh, not going to survive. Well, Ted's about 40 at this point and Ellen Brandt is 19. It's the 70s. Uh, the 70s. That was all <laughs> fine, apparently. Uh, the two eloped, and after their honeymoon, they visited a fortune teller who foretold a catastrophic change in their relationship, Connor. Oh, no. no fortune teller. He's going to stop doing that, the dishes. Oh, no. <laughs> He's going to spend all of his time with that damn car. <laughs> He's already approaching midlife crisis anyway. He's like, oh no, he bought a motorbike. So due to his own research into the Captain America 2.0 serum, that needed to be moved to somewhere a bit more private, a bit more secluded. So he discussed with Ellen the idea of moving to the Everglades uh, in Florida, where he could be closer to Kurt Connors as well, one of his friends. Um. So he modified um, the SO2 formula as the basis for the new super soldier serum. But there's a there's a group in Marvel Comics I've not talked about a whole bunch. It's called AIM, uh, Advanced Idea Mechanics. They show up in Iron Man 3 very briefly. Okay. And they're basically Hydra, but not as, not as a weird mythical god kind of stuff. Not as cool. Yeah. They're like the anti-shield, but not Hydra, if that makes sense. Right, um, okay. I'd say when Hydra, when they found out about Hydra, that's what we were going to do. We were Fuck. so good at that. Oh, so, damn. AIM wanted the serum, and they conspired with Ellen, who <gasps> had been neglected by Ted since their honeymoon. He was too mm. focused on the work, too focused on that damn car, Connor. <laughs> I knew this was going to go wrong. So upon completing the new serum, Ted committed the formula to memory and burnt all records of it. Uh, Ellen then led Ted into an AIM ambush and he attempted to flee and to reach Kurt Connors' lab. Now, on the way, um, he ran off the road and injected the only existing sample of the formula into himself before his car crashed into the swamp. Okay. Oh and no. Here, here is he the most beautiful swamp line. And not a swamp thing, Connor. Sorry. Let's make that distinction. Watching? I mean, you just said specifically he fell into a swamp and has injected himself with stuff. He should have died, Connor. <gasps> oh no. But the magical energies of the swamp, combined oh, yes. with the serum, as well as some of Kurt Connors's regeneration serum. Fuck off. Are we combining magical energies of swabs with regeneration serums? You never get magical energy and serums in the same origin. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Uh, he was transformed into the hideous creature, which would come to be known as the Man-Thing. Uh, Swamp-Thing is a better name, really, for what they are. 
but but like you can see it in the comic panel where like some terrified soldier is just like it's some kind of man thing and then that just stuck uh so his intelligence rapidly fading uh man thing slew the agents and horribly burned half of ellen's face Uh, oh no she's two-faced well well she was in the end anyway she betrayed him but oh yeah ellen dent yeah (laughs) ellen dent the very same uh and unknown to salas ellen had actually been pregnant at the time oh oh no oh no baby thing so and we're going to take a bit of a break at this point to talk about ellen for a second I thought uh, you were going to introduce like skills chair. We're going to take a bit of a break. We're going to do an ad read. The skill of burning your wife's face off. I'd Very love to similar share to make it a website. <laughs> this DSLR photography course. Um, <laughs> so uh, Ellen later underwent surgery that repaired her face, but that was only temporary. She gave the child up for adoption. And punished herself for her crimes by surrendering to alcohol, drugs, and the most 70s phrase of all, carnal indulgence, Connor. Oh, you don't want the carnal indulgence. The drugs are fine. Like heroin, <laughs> meth, all fine. But you don't sex? want the indulgence. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, driven mad by the face she saw in the mirror, uh, she ended up in Massachusetts Rosewell Mental Hospital eventually being restored to sanity okay okay so man thing then man thing's weird because man thing isn't a person like it's not a he like it's 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 an it like it's oh, you're gonna so hate no this. identity of the doctor no remains. no ident- no ted salas doesn't remain in there anymore for all intents and purposes occasionally he'll crop back up in a story but Manthing is purely motivated by protecting the swamp. And he, I mean Manthing has no goals. Manthing is not good or bad. He just is. And Okay, but say the sentence about the swamp again. He's protecting the swamp. Are you You're, doing a, are you doing an origin story or your hero zero on swamp thing or this is no, a man thing, is it? Oh Connor, this <laughs> This is about to go off the fucking rails all of a oh, sudden. Here we go. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Bef- before Earth was formed. Fuck off. Okay, all right. Go on. A creator being from before time spawned the fallen stars. Each one of these an embodiment of its own thoughts. I know. And so. Okay. On Earth, the creator made a woman named Cleto, representing the nature of reality. Okay? You're with okay. me. I can tell I'm, by your well, look on your I, face you're with me. I, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you. Go on. Cleto then spawned Adam K. Admon, uh, the first... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not with you. Go on. The first man of lineage... Uh, from this like celestial being and the birth site of Adam became the nexus of reality a focal point uniting all dimensions so can't believe you just read that off the top of your head I just fucking off the top of my dome man it's (laughs) 
Fucking hell. So, basically, and then all of the descendants of Adam K. Admon served as guardians of the Nexus, uh, defending, basically, all of reality, all the realities in the multiverse across all of Marvel Comics all meet in this one point, and it's that swamp that Man-Thing protects. <laughs> Fuck off. And because Man-Thing, Ted Salas, is a descendant of Adam K. Admon. What are the chances of that? Wild, isn't it? No, not wild. Ludicrous. Not like, jeez, that's mad, isn't it? Let's move on. That's a plot point we're agreeing on. That is... <laughs> That is that is a stretch. Yeah, it's it, it's quite bad, I will say. Mm. Um, so the one guy who's a descendant of the ancient, I'm not even Adam, um, the guardian of he, all the nexus of the all realities, guardian of all the nexus of fuck it up. Yes, so the one descendant <laughs> on Earth just so happens to inject himself with a serum as he falls into the swamp that he's the center of the all universes destiny. Destiny, Connor. It works in mysterious mm. ways. Ooh, ex machina. <laughs> Swap ex machina. And so, here, here, here's a big main story kind of session. Okay. So, recently, dimensional travel had shattered the nexus of realities. And so Doctor Strange recruited Ellen Brandt to help Man-Thing restore it, trying to appeal to his humanity. Okay. In the process, uh, Man-Thing was possessed by Adam K. Admon. The history of the men of lineage was revealed and Ted learned that his relation with Ellen was predestined to restore the hereditary mission. So all of the like men in the Salas family have been destined to be guardians of the nexus of all realities. <laughs> Swamp thing is just a man who fell in a swamp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is hardly fair. That the two of them came up with that, like the same idea. And then one of them, like, I love the fact that the Marvel guy went off and was just like, don't tell him, right? But we're going to put the swamp <laughs> as the centre of the universe. And he's yeah. the fucking descendant of he's the, the first man. the most important character there's ever been. most important character. But I just keep telling him it's a fucking swamp monster. Don't say yeah. fucking nothing. Some kind of man thing. I didn't even give him a good name. You'll never <laughs> no, know. Don't care. Don't even care. Just, I care about the ideas. The plot. <laughs> so their efforts to restore the Nexus were opposed by another one of those beings created earlier. Before of time. Of course. Uh, yeah, so mad. His name was Mr. Admodius Q. Terminius. And he, thank you. He was the embodiment of finality, uh, who he had captured the son of Ted and Ellen and had who trained him this? as a disciple. What? Who wrote this? Several writers over the course of decades. Nonsense. <laughs> it's all nonsense. <laughs> so he used. Uh, the power of a nexus fragment to shatter the nexus, wiping out all of reality. All right. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's bad for everyone. Surely involved. that's the end of the story, is what I would say. However. However. They wiped out reality and it hit us with however. Salas's nature as the man of lineage. And then in brackets, combined with his love of Ellen. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> allowed him to briefly maintain the dream of existence. Uh, 
He joined forces with his son, who rebelled against his mentor to reimagine the dream that had formed reality. And as such, all of existence was restored, Connor. Genuinely? Yeah. Yeah. They're just making this shit as they go along. Like, they're just. Absolutely, they are. Like, they, there's no rules, there's no logic. You can wipe out a universe. You can bring in fucking people from before time. It's grand. But his son can dream up a scenario and make reality real. Sean, I think you've gone too far. I think this is the story where you've lost me. That's uh, that's entirely fair. I said to you earlier on in the week, I needed more time for this to try and make it more sensible. This is as good as I got to. No, it's I'm not blaming bonkers. you. I'm not blaming you. You didn't write it. I'm blaming everyone involved. <laughs> and look, there... One thing that I just thought was funny, at one point, um, Man-Thing and Ellen merged and became like the fucking, the concept of reality or some shit. The woman-Thing. So that the stories could continue, um, the magic of the swamp reformed Man-Thing's original form with all of the memories of Ted Salas. So they just put him back. (laughs) That's very good. That's Isn't really it? handy, just in terms of a plot point. I mean, nobody would even think of doing that if, unless you didn't have any rules. Just kind of do whatever you want. Just kind of make it up and sell it to DC on the side. That's absolutely just fine. Fucking, it's a magic swamp, right? What are you asking us for? I'm telling you the facts. <laughs> and so, just one last little bit of a story before we get on to powers and abilities, is that Man-Thing was uh, the most startling swamp creature of all until... One day he scratched a wound into Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Oh my and God. caused Peter Parker to begin mutating into another swamp-like creature. Uh, seeing a similar life form, it tracked Peter to New York. Uh, but what was Peter doing out with the swab? He was just in Florida for a, for a just, time. Just hanging out scritch. with the swab? Yeah, hanging out with the swab, boy. Yeah, um, why not? And Man-Thing's, one of his powers is that um, anyone who feels fear is burned by Man-Thing's touch. That's just something that happens, right? So you're going to love this bit of comic book bullshit. So, uh, Spider-Man feared what he was becoming. And so, the chemicals that caused the transformation were burned from the hero's form. Restoring him to the status quo. And then, Man-Thing feared being alone in the world and was consumed by in flames by its own power and burnt to ashes. It remains to be seen if and when it will regenerate. <laughs> Honestly, that's the mm. worst story I've ever heard. And we've covered a lot of we've this show. We've covered some dog shit stories. We've covered dude. some a big bad claim. characters. Like, bad, absolute... Te- this might be the worst story I've ever heard. It just, just it goes from, like, zero to a hundred really, really quick. Like, they, it's just... There's no logic. There's no reasoning. They no. just... it's they, they didn't start with, like, story one and then work their way through. They got to one, then did a load of drugs... They got to issue two and they were like, fuck it, we may figure out something here. And then they did that, they went, well, we may go madder than the last one. Jez, he's king of the universe. <laughs> right, for how, how, we just fucking erased the whole universe, right? How do we get that back? Does anyone have any ideas how to get the universe back? Because we did a big plot point from the last one. 
I mean, yeah, it, it is it is quite an insane so but he stuck around. Like he was introduced as like a horror character in the seventies, but he keeps just popping back up. The fear in Peter Parker burned away all the stuff. Just made things fine again. His fear of being alone killed him. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's never felt any feelings before. Uh, <laughs> when they came up with that, they high-fived. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, we that's nailed a great this. And they didn't think about it any further after no. that. It's it's if you were in college doing a film course, which we have done, if at the very first draft, it's mm-hmm. like they did the first draft and they were like, that seems fine. Yeah. No, there's no need to refine it. It's first absolutely draft, best draft, I always say. That's, that's where you put your best ideas out. When people are like, they're in the round tab- table throwing out ideas, everybody's idea gets put in at once. And we're just like, we're not going to filter them out. We're just going to try and fit them all in because they're just all good ideas, guys. Yeah. There's no wrong answers. There's no wrong <laughs> answers except for everything we just did. So, powers and abilities. Uh, so, first of all, he's composed of vegetable matter formed by a mixture of mystical energy and swamp mutagens. Uh, he can ooze through gaps uh, that are very small. He can shape right. and elongate his limbs to grab people or create blade-like weapons from bark-like material. Wow. Uh, he is capable of self-propelled flight. Uh, <laughs> how? He can how fly. How is my... But why and how? Ah, he makes a big wooden helicopter out of his arms. Like, if you said he could fly around the swamp, I'd say, oh, well, the swamp's probably giving him some weird magic. But, like, he's flying to Atlanta, like. Like, he's just flying miles away. He's just flying. He's just so yeah. Flew to New York, yeah. you know. Uh, he possesses superhuman strength. Uh, he can lift a 2,000-pound automobile. Supposedly, his strength is limitless, as he is the living embodiment of the Earth's life force making him one of the physically strongest characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, He can control and manipulate plant life. Um, He has empathy slash acidic secretion. So, as Man-Thing... They're not two things that should be together. (laughs) No, they're really not. Um, He doesn't have thoughts or feelings of his own. He's more guided by, like, like, emotions that he can sense around the place so mild emotions will cause him to like come close and observe violent emotions will cause him to attack um when someone feels fear and man thing touches them they are burned with an acid um once they stop feeling fear the acid will stop but presumably right. once you're being burned by the acid you're pretty afraid for the rest of I your would life. say once the acid starts the fear will not go away no, I would say you're fr- fairly terrified through the whole endeavour. Mm. Um, through his access to the nexus of realities, he has the ability to move uh, things from one dimension to another. Interdimensional traveller who can fly. Interdimensional travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, is, he has size enhancement, so he can grow to massive sizes. Uh, he can teleport... Um, of course, can, I was wondering because once you travel dimensions, I'm thinking, how is he going to get around on our dimension? Though teleportation, yes, and then and flight, and flight, and he also has regeneration. He can regenerate his body from plant and vegetable matter, and he also has 
uh, ex- uh, this is the this is a Marvel language, and it's called Excelsior. Excelsior. Right? Excelsior. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was eventually granted speech in the comics, and he spoke Excelsior, which is the universal language of Marvel. Um, so everyone hears him in a way that they are accustomed to. That's um, very handy. Yeah, so to the likes of Captain America, he speaks normal. Um, for the character Ghost, the assassin, um, to to her, he's very concise and to the point. Um, and to a character called Mr. Hyde, he sounds like a drunken Englishman. It's whatever your most comfortable understanding man thing will speak to you in. Once again, doesn't need to make any sense. Just no. They're just doing it for the crack in the story. What can you do? And on the 1 to 7 rating system, he has a durability of 6, energy projection of 5, fighting skills of 4, intelligence of 4, speed of 4, but it's really 7 because he can teleport, and a strength of 5. So That's pretty overpowered tree. Yeah, but like he's just... He just he just wants to protect the swamp. That's all he wants to do. But can, but does he though? Because he's traveling dimensions and he's teleporting. Where does he teleport? Day. All he wants to stay in the swamp. Because now they're at the point where every, like everyone knows about Man Thing. It's like what's Man Thing's deal? Oh, he protects that one point in the world where you can travel between realities. So all the yeah. villains are just like, let's just attack there. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't defeat him. He'll just put you in a different dimension. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and he'll, he'll team up with... He, he's been involved in several team-ups. He was on the Thunderbolts for a while, which is like what? the Suicide Squad of Marvel. <laughs> that seems it's pointless he, to get him out of the swamp. He's basically used as doorman. Like he's a teleport. Like he's just... He's the way in and he's the way out, basically. Right, okay. And the muscle. And the muscle, exactly. You're not going to pick a fight with him. Uh, but that's my report on Man-Thing. Uh I did my best. <laughs> I I think you did very well, and I think our lives would all be better for never having to hear about him again. I think um, so. I'm looking forward to the Swamp Thing report that is undoubtedly coming. Week. It's next, <laughs> next week. week. <laughs> and it's going to be way better. <laughs> Just two very similar Instagram posts about this. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Um, do you want me to take it out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. So um, you can head on over to our Patreon if you want to get in touch with us or if you want to get access to all of our extra movie reviews that we do over there. That's patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast. And we recently put out a video of one of our the Mighty Ducks review. Um, So if you want to go check that out, it's like a 40 second video on our Instagram and Facebook. 46, I'll have you know. 46 um <laughs> that'll give you a bit of a taster but th- we have loads of reviews up there of all loads of superhero movies so it's not just the mighty ducks we've also done power rangers league of extraordinary gentlemen um it's kind of a <laughs> and weird good movies selection. as well <laughs> and good movies we have actually done some good movies um they vary quite violently um so if you want to support the show you can head on over there it's five dollars or more a month um and Basically, if it's two dollars, you get a shout out on the show as well. So, um, that the link will be down below. You can also head on over to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group, which is Detective Davidman's discussion group. So, if you want to join up to there, we've had a few people asking during the week that asking for membership. Sean, they they want in on the chats. They want so in, they and we uh, no says we. No I always reject. It's just me. And I Connor. say no. 
It's just, <laughs> we just and we just said good show back and forth to each other. <laughs> you were really funny today. <laughs> That's to yourself. I like Why'd it. you tag yourself in it? <laughs> just, God. Care react. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Twitter. It's at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And um, we also have a merch store. If you want to get some hats, mugs, t-shirts, anything to do with Heroes for Hire, um, that link will be down below as well. But most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Lee. And we shall see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.